0: Eder is the call. You listen to Ida, is the call. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, who wants to stay in the and who wants to be here and to من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له. ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له. ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله. أما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم. وما أتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا. Sadakallahulazim, <laughs> Subhanakala il Malana, Illa Malam Tana in Nakanta Alimul Hakim, Robbish Rahli, Sadri, Wayasirli, Amri, Wahlu Octetum, Milisan, Yifkahu Koli, Tulishipal. Respected brothers, respected elders, mothers, and sisters listening at home one of the most important events in the annals of islamic history is the event of sulh hudaybiyah the treaty of hudaybiyah anyone who studies the biography the seer of rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam will most definitely find out that sirah hudaybiyah sulh hudaybiyah Was one of the most important events In the life of Rasulullah Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And during the treaty of Hudaybiyyah Sayyidina Uthman bin Affan Radiallahu ta'ala an Was Pivotal A man who played The most important character And all of the Muslim historians Who have written books on the subject of Khulafai Rashidin, they have always written this very important document with regards to the Treaty of Hudaybiyah in virtue of Sayyidina Uthman bin Affan radiallahu ta'ala. In the last session, Alhamdulillah, we completed some of the family aspects of Sayyidina Uthman bin Affan radiallahu ta'ala. And inshallah, for the brief session that we have tonight, We will cover some of the very important issues uh, When this treaty had taken place in the life of Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Hudaybiyah is actually the name of a place just outside Makkah Al-Muqarramah It's a plain, in fact nowadays it's named as Shumaisi. Shumaisi When you head towards Jidda it's just on the outskirts of the Haram boundary So, if you're going towards Jidda you do pass Shumaisi that is the very location where this treaty of Hudaybiyah had taken place Rasul (inaudible) Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in Madinatul Munawwara had seen a dream in his dream he saw that he has put on his Ahram and with his companions praying the Talbiyyah, Entered the city of Makkatul al Performed the Tawaf Did their Sa'i And then shaved their heads Took off the ihram, And in one narration Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa Even saw that the keys of Kaaba Fell into the hands of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa so this was the dream mentioned in the books of a Hadith it was always the habit of Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that if he saw a dream he would relate it narrate it to the companions. Now when Allah's Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned this dream, companions all of a sudden mashallah it rekindled and sparked their love to return back into the city of Makkah after being in exile for such a long period of time for Allah's Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to see in his dream Makkah this was good news and they knew that the dream of a Nabi is not mere fiction but rather um, an inspiration from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala and without taking permission from Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam thinking that this is divine inspiration all of the companions started preparing for this journey so now in Madinatul Munawwara people are talking inshallah soon we are going to Makkah soon we're going to Makkah Rasul Sallallahu Wasallam was not informed of a specific date or time and nor did he mention that to the companions but this preparation a team a group of people showed their readiness to go let's go to Makkah we are all going to Makkah Mashallah This was the buzz in Madinatul Munawwara. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is rahim, very merciful. When he saw this great level of enthusiasm in the hearts of the companions that prompted him that perhaps maybe this is the time also to fulfill their desire and wish, let us go. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not restricted Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, hasn't given him a time, but who knows? Sahabai kiram ajma'een are ready So let us all be ready And Rasul sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Then made his intentions very clear In this safar He took with him from amongst his wives Hazrat Umm Salama Radiyallahu ta'ala anha A group of companions from amongst the muhajireen and the ansar Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa performed ghusl, put on his new clothes took his ihram Masha'allah. ulama have mentioned that approximately 1400 companions were ready to come and join rasulullah sallallahu wasallam the great nabi rasul sallallahu Alaihi wasallam was always made preparation making sure that everything goes well for the muslims on one side mushrikeen makkah have now heard the news that 1400 Muslims are about to leave. So, what do we do? Mushrikeen in Makkah decide that the greatest power and strength is with Khalid bin Walid, who was not a Muslim at that time. Immediately, a cavalry regiment is uh, prepared under the leadership of. Hazrat Khalid bin Walid, who was not a Muslim at that time, radiallahu ta'ala, and they said to him that you have to make sure that the Muslims can't enter the haram. And so he took a group of people with the weapons and he went to a location just towards Hudaybiyah in a place called Khur al Ghameen, waiting for Rasulullah. sallallahu This man was very courageous very very strong, a military man all his life he is the one who did damage, damage in, the, in, in all the battles the battle of Uhud it was Khalid bin Walid if you recall and now even when the Muslims have decided to perform Umrah a peaceful mission but again as Khalid bin Walid said to the Mushrikeen Abu Sufyan, everybody, don't worry they will not enter Mecca, I am there Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in Madinatul Munawwara had sent a sahabi whose name was Bishar radiyallahu ta'ala. Now these were individuals that were considered to be unidentifiable individuals. Unidentifiable individuals. And so they would mix in a community, blend into a community. It would be very hard for any man to even notice them that who this person is. Yet they are sitting with you And so they were selected people Even with the Muslims So the Bishr was one of that character Nobody knew him, just a quiet man His job was to go into Makkah Quietly And that art and skill Was with them Very fast They would enter Makkah Quickly all alone he would enter Makkah And verify The activities that were taking place In Makkah al-Mukarramah To see what they have prepared And immediately he would return back To Madinah al-Munawwara So this was A very secret private informer Of Rasul sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah's Nabi said go and see what The people of Makkah have decided He came back from Makkah And he said ya Rasulallah Bad news Allah's Nabi said what bad news He said it seems that they are prepared for a full scale war with the Muslims. Full scale war. They're all prepared. Muslims come, when the Muslimin come, we will fight them. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam made of source And there was a lot of regrets. Allah's Nabi said that the Qurayshi people have destroyed themselves in fighting, weakened their strengths but yet they continuously want to fight continuously want to fight what was difficult for them in the seerah books it comes that Allah's Nabi said if they allowed the Muslims to come and perform Umrah and then after that the Muslims would have left what was difficult for them so he made a lot of a source regretting what the people of Makkah were intending to do and so Rasul sallallahu alaihi wa sallam once again a meeting was convened with the companions, Shura, and Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, What is your opinion? Sahabai Kiram Ajma'een said, Ya Rasulullah, whatever you say, we will do. Hazrat Miqdad stood up and he said, Ya Rasulullah, remember, we are not like Banu Israel. When they said to Musa Alaihi Anta inna hauna qa'idun. You, O oh Musa, go and fight, We are waiting. Once you have conquered the city, call us, we will come. So we are not like Banu Israel. We are with you all the way. Whatever you decide, we will never abandon you. And so if you decide, Allah's Nabi said, do you want to make a forceful entry into Makkah that we fight? Or do you want to wait and make a peaceful entry, but if they stop us, we fight. Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiyallahu ta'ala an a senior sahabi gave his opinion he said Ya Rasulullah you have seen a dream in your dream it's all about Umrah that we have entered peacefully and so this should be a peaceful mission we won't fight but if they stop us we will fight Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam agreed but with that sahabai kiram ajma'een took with them no weapons Except for swords and swords were something that was common every man would have a sword with him at that time So she said swords were there, but no additional weapons were taken Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam subhanallah gave permission now slowly 1400 of the companions Depart from Madinatul Munawwara make their way to uh, Makkah al Allahu Akbar as they get close to market al mukarramah right in front is who Hazrat khalid bin walid radiallahu ta'ala an. and i say radiallahu an, he's a sahabi of rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam not to forget at that time he was not a muslim so from a distance rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam saw a cavalry regiment waiting for rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam and he had aligned all of the cavalry in such a way that it would be difficult for anyone to enter the city of Makkah so Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam stopped and in the meanwhile it was time for Zuhur Salah Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam saw that the kuffar are there and he knew that they will not allow Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to enter so Rasul Sallallahu alayhi Wasallam is the Imam in Hudaybiyah and he performs his Zuhur Salah Khalid bin Walid is is watching what the Muslims are doing and when the, the Salah was completed Khalid bin Walid said to all of the Mushrikeen that were there that we have missed a golden opportunity that we have missed a golden opportunity and they said what he says we should have wiped out all the Muslims whilst they were performing Salah the best thing for us was that we should have wiped out the Muslims, all of the followers of Muhammad, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, while they were performing salah. And all of them were performing salah. So we missed that opportunity. What an opportunity at hand and we missed it. So Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala an was making of source. Oh kyahua. But then he said, Never mind. The Muslims pray five times a day. <laughs> the Muslims pray. Five times a day We always give an opportunity <laughs> So He said never mind If they have read Zuhur They will in a few hours now Read another prayer That's the time we attack them And finish them off completely And then come return back home With, with victory Subhanallah This was what was decided by Sayyidina Khalid bin Walid In Hudaybiyah Jibreel Amin descends With a ruling An injunction of Salatul Khawf A special method of praying Salah which in Fiqh is known as Salatul Khawf A Salah that you Must perform in difficult moments In Jihad especially And that method manner Was explained to Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi this is what the mushrikeen have already decided That when you are going to perform salah they want to attack you So when Allah's nabi is the imam Half of you perform salah behind him And half of you are to monitor and secure and guard the Muslims And so to stand in front of them so they know that you are ready for them And when Allah's nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam stands for the second rakat the, pe- the people who had prayed the first rakat will go and guard and the-, the people who haven't started they will come back and perform the last rakat with Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. That is in the case when you are praying behind one Imam and because praying behind Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was something very special. That is why this Salah was taught to the companions. So one rakat was with Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and one rakat they would complete individually in that manner. So this was the Tarteeb. There are a lot of masail attached to this. But this Salatul Khawf method was taught to the Sahabai Kiram Ajma'een and when it came for Asr Salah, they performed Asr in this Tarteeb and for the rest of the Salah. This was the method that they applied in performing the Salah. So Khalid bin Walid radiyallahu ta'ala an looked and he said to to uh, the cavalry that was there that it's going to be difficult for us to attack 1400 companions and as it is the muslims have not decided to enter makkatul mukarrama Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had traveled on his very famous she camel taswa and the four legs of that camel in that Safar, while sallallahu Nabi was in that region of hudaybiyah The camel slipped and fell to the ground And Qaswa just sat down, Qaswa was not standing up Rasul sallallahu wasallam looked at Qaswa That is the name of the camel And some of the companions said to Qaswa, Qaswa stand, stand, stand up, stand up This this is a very famous camel, Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam would often Sit on the she camel and travel. And even during this Hudaybiyah, Qaswa was with Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa So she was not standing up, the camel. Rasul sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam immediately said that this is a sign from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stopped uh, the people of Abraha from entering into Kaaba. This is also a sign, and I know Qaswa. And so Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam All of a sudden said to the companions That whatever the mushrikeen Put in front of me today Any of their conditions I will accept it After saying this he said to Qaswa Qaswa now stand And so Qaswa stood up Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam knew That this is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And what Allah's Nabi decided Was not to Be close to the, the mushrikeen and the cavalry that was there, whose leader was Hazrat Khalid bin Walid, but decided the better option was to camp in a complete opposite direction in Hudaybiyah. So that is where Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa went. But that location was without a doubt a disadvantage for the Muslims. The best location was taken by the mushrikeen, Hazrat Khalid bin Walid, where you had water and it was even close to the city. But for the Muslims it was a barren land, no water, except for a well that was there. Ulama have mentioned again, 1400 of the companions had witnessed this ma'jiza, a miracle of Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah's Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam knew that water is a necessity, water will be very important for salah and also for drinking. There was a well there. Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam took a bit of water and rinsed his mouth and that water which had entered the blessed mouth of Rasul sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Then Allah's Nabi spat that water into that well. And he took one arrow and pitched it also in that well. All of a sudden, immediately, subhanallah, water started bubbling up. So much water that it nearly uh, got to the top of the well, the brim. Completely on the top. And mashallah there was water and this was witnessed by all of the companions. And they started drinking water, mashallah, so there was water enough for the muslimin. Now Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa had camped there. The kuffar were at a distance but at the opposite direction. Now a lot of uh, individuals from Makkah al-Mukarramah decided to come and visit Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam envoys were sent from the mushrikeen of Makkah one of them was also a man whose name was Urwa bin Masood something that Urwa ibn Masood had noticed that others didn't notice and it is well worth mentioning here. Urwa ibn Masood was from the kuffar living in Makkah al-Mukarramah he came to visit Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam and to ask him why the Muslims are here and he stayed in the Muslim camp observing and looking at the Muslims and what he noted and what he also mentioned to the leaders of the Quraysh when he got when he returned back he said that I have met all the kings Caesar, Isra, Negus I've been to everyone but wallahi there is no king like king like this king who the companions respect and love and adore. Muhammad is an incredible king, sallallahu wasallam. And he gave an example. He said, "What I have seen is that when their Nabi, Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, is doing wudu, ablution, the water that touches the body parts of Rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam never touched the ground. People are there to receive and collect that water." And then they rub that water to their bodies and to their face. This is how much love they have for Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So he warned the mushrikeen that don't think that the people who are with Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would ever abandon Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So think very carefully. 1400 against all of the people of Makkah, but you have to make a wise decision. And so, this was the information that was given by Urwa ibn Masood. What I have seen is that they have a lot of adab for this man, Muhammad bin Abdullah, and a lot of love. Whatever he says, they will do. Whatever he says. So, whatever decision you do, you have to be very, very careful. Now, Allah's Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam had also made an intention to send someone to visit the people. Of Makkah Now Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam's First option was who? (laughs) Hazrat Eh? Umar ibn al-Khattab That Umar you go Umar ibn al-Khattab was a well-wisher For the Muslims and Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam And he said Ya Rasulullah you know of my condition When they see me The hate They have for Umar ibn al-Khattab Because of how he was His again this implacable hate for the kuffar He disliked the kuffar And he said that they won't be prepared Even to look at me or even to talk to me They won't negotiate anything with me If you want I will go But I think the best option is to send someone Who has got family links, family ties in Makkah So there is protection for that person who goes there and Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa said that what Umar is saying is right. And he said Umar ibn al-Khattab, you remain here behind. And Hazrat Umar then gave his opinion. He said the best man, the best man, the best negotiator right now in the Muslim camp would be Uthman bin Affan. Allahu Akbar. What a man. Uthman bin Affan, a leader, a man who had a lot of wealth and a lot of his family Banu Sa'id is still in Makkah. Although they haven't become, haven't embraced Islam. But Uthman bin Affan is from that tribe. So there is a lot of safety and there is a possibility that a lot of them even might embrace Islam. Rasul said to Uthman, Uthman, are you prepared? Hazrat Uthman said, Labbek wa Whatever you say, Ya Rasulullah, I am prepared. And this great mission was given to, to Hazrat Uthman bin Affan Radiyallahu ta'ala Now imagine my respected brothers The status of Uthman bin Affan That he is the Khalifa Rather a, a person who is representing And a spokesman for who? Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. sallam Great distinction for this man Hazrat Uthman bin Affan Radiyallahu ta'ala Hazrat Uthman bin Affan Radiyallahu ta'ala and Without a sword Entered the city of Makkah al-Mukarramah. As he entered, there were people that came and they tried pushing Hazrat Uthman. And they said, "What do you want? What do you?" And then, when the Banu Saad saw that Uthman bin Affan is entering, immediately one of them said that, "I give protection to Uthman bin Affan." And this was of great value in uh, within the within the Arabs and the Qurayshi people. If somebody was to say that, "Right, the aman, amnesty, the aman comes from from me." I am the one who is giving him protection. That was it. That was something that had to be respected. So, Hazrat Uthman bin Affan had a lot of family ties in Makkah al-Mukarramah and he entered and he met up with everyone as instructions given to him by Rasul sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that what you have to do is meet the Muslims who were trapped in Makkah and give them the salam of Rasul sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. those who were financially and socially Disabled or difficult for them to make hijrah Hazrat Osman bin Affan radiallahu ta'ala met them and gave them the salam of Rasulullah sallallahu wasallam and said to them, "Make sabr, persevere, and Allah subhanahu wa taala will make an opening for you. Insha Allah, this difficulty is for a short while. So make a lot of sabr. He stayed in Makkah al-Mukarrama for three days. The leaders took Hazrat Uthman bin Affan in front of the Kaaba Uthman bin Affan in his, is in his ihram in his ihram without a sword in his ihram and they said to Uthman bin Affan that look the Kaaba is in front of you we know you we give you the permission to do tawaf of the Kaaba Allahu Akbar the love that he had for rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said to the leaders that you give me permission to do tawaf of the Kaaba and you deny and deprive the Muslims and especially Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. I will never do tawaf of the Kaaba until you give permission to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And then he met up with a lot of people there and also gave them dawat to Islam. This was in the three days. Now whilst Hazrat Uthman bin Affan radiallahu an was in Makkah al-Muqarramah, a group of 50 youth from the Qurayshi decided that they will go and attack the Muslims with this intention, Al-Iyazu Billah, to assassinate Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Now Hazrat Uthman is the, the spokesman for Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam, someone who is representing the Muslims. And on one side you have 50 young uh, Quraishi people who are prepared to go and attack the Muslims And join the camp of Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala an And at an opportunity given Aliyazubillah to assassinate Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's bodyguard at that time was Muhammad ibn Maslama Muhammad ibn Maslama Now Generally, Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam did not have a bodyguard But at that time, there were companions who always wanted to stay close to Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam And Muhammad bin Maslama decided that in Suleyh I will be the one who will be serving Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam And will be very close to him So Muhammad bin Maslama noticed that a group of people from the Quraysh have come And he had set a trap, an ambush For all of them And subhanallah It is said that he captured all 50 of them (laughs) All 50 of them were caught They fell into that trap And Hazrat Muhammad bin Maslama Got hold of every single one of them All 50 were taken as prisoners In front of Rasulullah Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Now when this news was given to the people in Makkah, the Qurayshi leaders, that 50 have been captured. In retaliation, what they did is they detained Hazrat Uthman bin Affan. So, 50 were taken from the Muslims, and in return, what they did is that they took Hazrat Uthman bin Affan, and it is even said that with Uthman bin Affan, they, another 10 from A group of companions had entered Makkah From uh, different uh, locations of the city of Makkah So you still had another group of Muslims That were inside Makkah al-Mukarramah But they got hold of Hazrat Uthman bin Affan And they said that we will not allow you Until those 50 are released In the meanwhile also The Kuffar had spread this rumor That Uthman bin Affan has been assassinated Allahu Akbar. When this news was given to Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi was devastated. And he said, they have assassinated Uthman bin Affan radiallahu ta'ala an, whilst the 50 are still alive here. And Rasul sallallahu he called all of the companions, all all of the companions that were there, Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi was resting on this Special tree that was there in Hudaybiyah, And all of the companions came Sat in front of Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam And Allah's Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Put his hands in front of them And he said I want all of you To take a pledge, an oath, a pledge of allegiance On my hand The hand of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam That you will fight until your last breath if they have assassinated Uthman bin Affan Imagine the love That Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Had for Uthman bin Affan That he is prepared To sacrifice himself And all of the companions For who? For one Sahabi For one Sahabi حضرته. Uthman bin Affan And this pledge of allegiance That was taken Is mentioned in Suratul Fatah. In fact, all of Suratul Fatah in the twenty-sixth para speaks al- about about Sulayhudiya. So all of the companions that had put their hands to the hands of Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Allah has praised them. Allah says, Lakad anil Allah is pleased with the believers. Iz Those who had taken a pledge, the pledge of allegiance that they will fight They will wage jihad against the kuffar until death. تَحْتَ الشَّجَرَةِ Whilst Allah's Nabi was reclining towards a tree that was there. فَعَلِمَ مَا فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows the sincerity of the companions. Allah knows of their condition. Allah knows what was in their hearts. They were sincere people. And every single sahabi gave an oath and pledged at the hands of Rasul ﷺ that they will fight until death. Now, here, ulama have mentioned Rasul ﷺ remembered Hazrat Uthman bin Affan and he said, If my Uthman was here, he would not hesitate, he would also give me his oath and pledge until death. And because Uthman is not here, I want all of you to be a witness. That the hands of Muhammad Mustafa Are the hands of Uthman bin Affan Allahu Akbar Now imagine The love of Rasul The love Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Had for Uthman bin Affan He is the representative For Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa This pledge is in retaliation In revenge If the kuffar had assassinated Hazrat Uthman bin Affan All were prepared to fight And Allah's Nabi's right hand is now the hand of Uthman bin Affan And he's saying this is the hand of Uthman And I'm placing his hand on my hand That this is the bay'ah of Uthman bin Affan radiallahu ta'ala, and That we will fight until the death Now when the kuffar had seen this, uh, this power, strength And this fiery mood of the Muslims Allahu Akbar Now it was a complete different mood In the Muslim camp prepared even with their swords Allahu Akbar they were about to fight but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instilled now fear in the hearts of the mushrikeen and all of them now started coming to visit Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa and the man who came the main man whose name was Suhail he came and he said Ya Rasool Allah, Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala is alive this is a false rumor so if you want to fight we are prepared but a better option is that we don't fight they did not want to fight anyway but a better option is that we don't fight and so is the man who had uh, he he's the man who struck up a deal a treaty with the Muslims and Rasul Sallallahu alayhi Wasallam also agreed Allah's Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said to Ali that this treaty must be written This is what also the Mushrikeen wanted And what Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam also wanted So he called Hazrat Ali Ta'ala an, And he said to Ali Ali write Bismillahir Rahmanir Raheem Write Bismillahir Rahmanir Raheem Now we have to be very very careful That in, in wedding cards And at times People even throw away Magazines that have the name of Allah Rahman, Rahim, And Verses of the Quran We have to be very very careful But this was a treaty That the Muslims were to keep And so Allah's Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Said rahmanir rahim So Suhail said that Who is Rahman And who is Rahim The word Rahman and Rahim Are not words That are common to us Not in the idiom of The, the Qurayshi language So we don't want Rahman, Rahim. These are not the names that we want in the treaty that will be written. So we want the name that is common to you and to us. And so Allah's Nabi sallallahu Alaihi wasallam said to Hazrat Ali, okay, erase the word Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim and write Right? Write Bismikallah. And then Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa said, Now right that this is a treaty Allah's Nabi was dictating. This is a treaty that Muhammad Rasul sallallahu wasallam is making. Muhammad Rasul sallallahu when Allah's Nabi had taken this attributive title of Rasulullah, again Suhail objected. And he said The reason we are here Writing this treaty Is because we don't accept you as a Rasul So why should you say Rasulullah Allahu Akbar Kabira Now Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Again said to Hazrat Ali Ali Write Muhammad bin Abdullah And delete Erase Rasulullah Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala The love they had Ya Rasulullah This is not what I can do I am not going to erase The word Rasulullah now in one narration it comes this is the ma'jizah of Rasul Sallallahu Wasallam that he was an ummi unlettered. But Allah's Nabi sallallahu wasallam wrote uh, in the document his name Muhammad bin Abdullah and the entire treaty was written by Rasulullah Sallallahu Wasallam. Though he was an ummi, this is the miracle and ma'jizah of Rasul, sallallahu alayhi SubhanAllah and it was In a way, from the outset, all against the Muslims. And what was in the treaty was that this year the Muslims won't be allowed to enter Makkah. They have to return back. Come next year, and they will be given entry for three days. Visa. How many days? Four? Three days. The Saudi give you visa now for 15 or is it one month? One month. Mashallah. So three days visa was given to the Muslims that they have to come without weapons. And this was in the treaty. Subhanallah, this was very, very difficult for the Muslims. Everything was against the Muslims. Everything was against the Muslims. Now some of the companions came to Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and they said, Ya Rasulullah, but the dream that you had seen that we will enter, Allah's Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said the dream that I had seen, but did it? Did Allah specify for you that it has to be this year? That you have to enter the haram now and you have to do Umrah now? Allah's, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not mentioned that. And some of the verses were revealed upon Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, confirming that the dream is the truth and it will materialize, but this was not the right time. And so... Verses were revealed to Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If you open up Surah Al-Fatah, Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam read these verses in front of the companions. لَقَدْ صَدَقَ اللَّهُ رَسُولَهُ الرُّؤْيَا بِالْحَقِ The dream that Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had seen that is the truth from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala لَتَدْخُلُنَّ الْمَسْجِدَ الْحَرَامِ إن شاء الله آمينين Allah is saying, and, and these are the words of Taqeed, that most Definitely the Muslims will enter Masjid al Haram in peace, insha'Allah, insha'Allah, with the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Again, ulama have mentioned that how important it is to say insha'Allah. That even Allah has mentioned here that لَتَدْخُلُنَّ الْMasjid al Haram, insha'Allahu Aminin. SubhanAllah, And these verses were revealed to Rasul sallallahu wa All of them had their. Ahram on Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam said If you have your sacrificial animals Slaughter them Shave your heads And take off your ahram This was something very difficult for the companions And they sat Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam Entered the room Where he was camped And he spoke to hazrat Umm Salama Radiyallahu ta'ala anha Again How important it is for a woman also To understand the issues that relate to the husband and all of the wives that were selected for rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam were incredible women recently i had uh, a friend of mine who came to visit me and just for the benefit for the mothers and sisters listening at home and he said to me mwan i have made nikah and i am so happy i said mashallah i said do you know that uh, one of the signs of a person who is very muttaqi is a man who has this passionate love for his wife. You see, we have this habit of saying, "Ato Bairino Gulamche." <laughs> Ato Bairino He's under the thumb. That is not the case. Bairino Gulam. Maybe this man really loves the wife, and he'd rather love someone who is his legal partner than to love someone who is not jai, not legal for that individual. And so all of the mothers of this ummah, when you study, Subhanallahilazim. So this man said that, sahab, Alhamdulillah. The best thing of this lady is that she is a woman who understands me, and she gives me a lot of comforts, a lot of comfort. When I come at home, she makes life easy for me. She'll she'll give everything for me. If I have pain in the head, she won't sleep, she will press, this and that. And this attitude of uh, serving the husband, subhanAllah. But today when you speak about serving the husband, women, because they are brainwashed, living in this country, Mushtaq, <laughs> put your hands down, please. Here goes <laughs> what are you speaking about? I'm doing your favor. So, all of these Women are brainwashed living in this country. Allahu Akbar. And they speak about their rights. And they have this attitude about being very, very independent. Or oh, if I serve my husband. And then, you know, somehow I am not to the level of the husband. And all of these, Allahu Akbar, un-Islamic attitudes that have developed in this country living. This is all against the Sharia. All against the Sharia. Subhanallah. Women. And imagine Umm Salama understood Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi He came and he said, I've told the companions to take out the ihram, shave the heads, but this was difficult for the companions at that moment. It was not that they went against Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam at all, but they were hoping that maybe divine revelation, wahy, might come and they might, Allah might decide something else for the, for, for the Muslimin. And so they were waiting. And so she explained to Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam have mentioned she came close To Rasul sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam And Apt advice Given She said Ya Rasulallah The companions love you The companions love you And we love you But at this moment It's very difficult for them They have a lot of pain in their hearts A lot of pain and I think the best thing what to do now would be you go out and call the barber and tell him to shave your hair first and then I guarantee you that the rest will follow. What mashwara given by Ummah Salama? This is a woman giving mashwira advice. Subhanallah. Of an event that is mentioned in one entire surah. Suratul al is all about the events of the Treaty of Hudaybiyah. Everything is about Hudaybiyah, And she is saying that if you shave your head, the rest will follow. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam got so happy and said, Umm Salama, what good advice you give me. And he came out and he called the Baba and the Baba came. And Allah's Nabi sat and he said, right, shave, shave my head and he started shaving. SubhanAllah and the companions saw that Allah's Nabi is now taking off the ihram Everybody came, they started shaving, hiram was taken off. And Allah, as they returned back to Makkatul Mukarrama, the entire Surat of Suratul Fatha was revealed to Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam confirming that Surah Hudaybiyah, this treaty, though from the outset, may be something that is understood as being Disadvantage for the Muslims But in fact this is paving the path For the conquest of Makkah al-Mukarramah And Allah has described the treaty of Hudaybiyah As manifest victory Fatham Mubina Manifest victory Fatham Mubina Subhanallah And it is said that The barakat of this treaty was that all of the mushrikeen in Makkah al-Mukarramah were now divided and divisions were made and slowly they started coming and visiting Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in Madinatul Munawwara. Many of them embraced Islam, Abu Sufyan, Azad Khalid bin Walid and uh, eventually Khaybar was also conquered immediately after Suleyh and in 21 months after the treaty was written, Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi Wasallam entered peacefully Makkatul al with 10,000 companions and the entire city was taken by the Muslims. Subhanallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives the tawfiq to understand the beautiful seerah of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa This was mentioned again just to refresh our memories that we are covering the biography of Uthman bin Affan and Osman bin Affan was one of the most important character in this treaty of Hudaybiyah. Wa aakhiru da'wana. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Allahu as-salim ya sidi na wa nabiya na wa maulana muhammadin nabi ummi wa la alihi wasallim taslima. Rabbighfir warham wa anta khairul rahimin. Rabbighfir warham wa anta khairul rahimin. Ya Allah ya kareem ya rahim. Ya Allah ya junagavan isma dzisma batehu eh. Allah हम से हम اللہ تو راضی अल्लाह तू राजी हो जा अल्लाह हम सब से तू राजी हो जा अल्लाह तेरी रजा के लिए बैठे हुए हैं और कोई भी मकसद नहीं है अल्लाह तू हमें मखलिसिन में से बना दे आबिदीन में से बना दे आमीलिन में से बना दे या अल्लाह आलिमिन में से बना दे अल्लाह हमें اللہ बना दे अल्लाह हमें मुतकी बना दे तक्वा की दौलत दे جس کی جیسے بھی پریشانی ہو اللہ اس پریشانی کو دور فرما جو بیمار ہیں ان کو شفا دے اللہ جو بیمار ہیں ان کو شفا دے یا اللہ جو دنیا سے رخصت ہوگی یا اللہ ان کی قبروں کو منور فرما وَصَلَّ اللَّهُ تَعَالَ لَا خَيْرِ خَلْقِهِ محمد وَعَلَى آلِهِ وَأَصْحَابِهِ وَأَزْوَاجِهِ وَذُرِّيَاتِهِ وَأَهْلِ بَيْتِ اجْمَعِينَ بِرَحْم